Hi, my name is Joy from HealingJoy.com, and I'm a spiritual medium. I haven't always been one. Actually, I grew up in a traditional Chinese family and became an engineer. So my entry into the metaphysical world wasn't easy because honestly, I wasn't looking for it. Trust me, telling my parents that I wanted to leave the corporate world and do readings and healings for people wasn't the easiest conversation to have. But me coming to terms with being a medium in this intangible world of the supernatural, spirits, guides, other realms, it's been a challenge. And I'm still struggling to say what I do for work when I meet new people. This podcast is for me to share with you some of those challenges and to help answer some questions that you may not know who to ask or where to start from. I've been developing and working as a spiritual medium for over 10 years now, and I want to share with you some of these experiences in the hope that it can help you out in your own journey. Because I'm recording this from my house, apparently the most soundproof place is my closet, so welcome to The Closet Medium. Hi everyone, so for today's podcast, since it's so close to Halloween, we're going to talk a little bit about some spooky stories and spooky events, and with me I have a special guest who's an ex-student of mine and good friend, Darshni. So welcome, Darshni. Hi, Joy. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So when I think of Halloween, it's kind of the time of year where people put aside logic and decide to believe in the impossible. Whether it exists or not, they take a leap of faith and believe in ghosts and witches and vampires and all sorts of magical, mystical creatures. But outside of those normal Halloween activity timeframes, do you think there are actual people with special magical powers or powers in this world? And I've brought Darshni here because I believe she was related to one. <laughs> she, she has or had, and I'm so sorry for your loss, Darshni, a great aunt that I believe had some very unique abilities. Can you tell us about her, Darshni? So this is a grand aunt of mine who is related by marriage and in Indian culture we called everyone auntie and uncle. So I've known her as my grand aunt and got to know her really well through medical school. And we have heard many stories from her and from people around her about how she came to possess certain unique abilities to protect and help people in their troubled times. Um, Initially, I think the story was that she was providing some visions about a trident. Now, in Hinduism, the trident is what the goddess, mother goddess, would hold. It has its specific symbolism. It's also used in a lot of ancient cultures and ancient religions like Greek and Roman mythology. She dreamt of a trident. She had visions of a trident and where it was. And she had to go. This was in Singapore and this was many 50, 60 years ago when Singapore wasn't as developed as it is um, now and she had to go to places that were quite rural in the sense I think it was a hill or I think it was somewhere that this trident was and she went and retrieved it and that was the source of her knowledge and she prayed to it as a version of the mother goddess as we know Shakti. Um, so that's one of the stories that we we had about how she started being who she was. So does that mean she already had abilities and it guided her to get 
more abilities or how, how did I that feel, work? I, I feel that so this is obviously not from her. I think she told me the story about the trident, but I feel that she probably always had abilities to, she might have thoughts or she might have guides. And I think this was the big opening to this realm and world where she was given these directions to go and get something um, pretty mystical. So um, it was like a Lord of the Rings quest almost. <laughs> it was, I'm just... without, without very long dramas, but her life had a lot of interesting good versus evil stories. But this was the first big one that we we heard about. And she used to um, pray to it. She used to decorate it with flowers. And she believed that it was a sort of you know spirit talking to her about how to protect someone, how to, what's going to happen, what this person's like. Um, so that's, that was how it all started. Wow. But this was like 60, 50, 60 years ago. And Singapore was very underdeveloped. Um, it was basically, it was not high rise buildings. It was little, almost villages, one, one way streets into different places. So it's a very different Singapore. Wow. And she was known in the community, like as the go-to person. She was known in the community as someone who knew things, as someone who could help, as someone who could protect. Wow, that's amazing. So can you give us some examples of these good versus evil type of stories? Yeah, so in um, a lot of, so in Southeast Asia, we do have a big belief in good magic in you know, as you call it, black magic. And, you know, there's, as you know, there's two sides to every realm and you no know, good spirit, bad spirit. So there was a girl, a lady, maybe a young girl, who was bothered by evil spirits or dark spirits. And she kept getting harassed, scratches on her, you know, things that would just turn up. And she went to see my grand aunt and she tied a string. She kind of prayed and she tied a string and she said, so this string will protect you. And she tells this story, which, you know, pretty much raises goosebumps. So when this girl was out, she might have been harassed, but she wasn't really there. Like she didn't know what was happening. And apparently she walked past a temple. And this is again, what my grand aunt says that someone came out of the temple held the girl's hand and brought her to my aunt and say, here, I brought you back this girl that you asked to be protected. Now, she believed that that was, you know, who we pray to. Um, but that was a pretty interesting story. Um, and she had many stories like that. She had many stories like, you know, how she, what she did or how she helped. And, you know, many times in my family's life and even my life, she would tell us things to do and we would just do it just to, make sure that everything would go smoothly yeah don't question the wise one don't yeah and i agree in my culture as well in um, the buddhist culture there are definitely traditions and then you can call them superstitions but in my family we didn't want to test that theory so we just followed what we needed to do yeah and there were times you know over my um, my, like i've known her very well for 20 years because I knew her since the beginning of my university education and um, she would just randomly call us up and she'd be like so I think you need to do this this and this and we would be like okay yeah you don't question the old wise woman that you know has a triton
Yeah, I remember when you came to me with a couple of readings. It was interesting because I would get very similar things in a different, slightly different way that she would get. So yeah. there was a through line in it, and it just once again proves that how we connect and and there is an energy there if we can tap into it there are messages that are going to be transmitted basically yeah and how you use the messages and you know um, i think that was quite yeah it was it was quite special for me to hear very similar things from you and her it almost is like how many things can someone how can you all say the same thing um so that was always really reassuring but yeah yes and so she sounds like a very special woman and i'm sure she's watching over you and your family she also i think dabbled in your love life <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is one of the most funniest stories i have with her um she was very traditional and a little bit orthodox so you know dating was probably from a cultural point of view new to her but she was open to it because she was like you know oh well if that's how you meet someone that's how you meet someone so over my you know dating life she would say oh that one's not good for you that that one's not right or interfere in anyway she'll just let things go on their own way and i remember one time i had met someone who was just very difficult in the sense that he was always edging me on and i remember speaking to you about him and i went home and it just happened it wasn't an it wasn't a relationship it was an import it wasn't a big one it was just a couple of dates and i mentioned him his name and she would write his name down and she just looked at the name and she went so leave it with me and she didn't say anything she didn't say <laughs> good bad nothing she just said oh okay just leave his name here and then this is probably her human side you know called up my mom and said this boy that dash to name gave me the name how dare he like you know he just wants to control her why would he and then i came back to sydney and the next thing you know this guy's like leaving town <laughs> like he's gone yeah he left the country <laughs> and i remember asking you i was like what just happened and i remember the words really clearly she said you were looking at each other and your gaze was on each other and his intention was on you and he she pretty much moved him to look somewhere else yes i That's remember i remember doing that reading for you and it was the weirdest thing because the the energy and i read energies and you could see it it was a pull and then it was like someone just moved him and i have never had anyone have that ability so i was pretty impressed and a little bit terrified so i was like wow yeah. this woman has some amazing powers and it was pretty interesting for me because before that i was in a relationship that was wasn't the best but probably was the teaching me things so i think she was okay with you know this is your lesson you need to learn um but i think she got really protective when she was like this person's not going to be good for her and that's it <laughs> that was it <laughs> Yes, I I definitely haven't made people disappear. So <laughs> it's a unique <laughs> skill. So I mean, going I mean, he's still alive, don't get me wrong. He's yes, just in okay. Country. That's true. He is still alive. She he is still on this earth. <laughs> so no, she was pretty special. Um it was it was sudden. Her death was sudden, but you know, I think we all have learned to appreciate that she probably knew it was her time and she's probably somewhere else doing what she 
should do. No, it's interesting. Recently, too, you asked me to kind of see if she was around, and I couldn't find her. So usually when people pass, after a while, they'll, you know, come back and visit loved ones or whatnot. And I've seen a lot of your relatives around, but I couldn't find her. And the message I got was, she's doing work on the other side already. Like for whoever she was working with, um, she's busy. She, it's like she had special connections and powers in the human world. And then as soon as she went back to the other side, they had her working. So I just got, she could be called upon if you wanted to visit her or her to visit you but otherwise she was busy she was just already very active um so again that made me feel that this woman's special and i don't know if any of our audience members have felt that that there's some people you meet in life where you're like okay they have something they're magical or they have a knowing that's way beyond this world but this woman, um, and I wish I had the opportunity to meet her, sounds really incredible. And again, I'm, I'm sorry for your family's loss, but I am sure she is definitely watching over all your relationships and <laughs> all your loved ones and making sure everything goes smoothly. Yeah, I'm sure she is. Um, yeah, I did see her the last time I was home. I did tell her about my partner and she was she she just nodded and she was like yes good guy and I, I was like okay that's enough <laughs> yes the blessing of approval so well thank you so much darshani for sharing a bit of your family thank and you for, your um, for listening and having me talk it's been nice so for today's meditation in the celebration of halloween i'm going to do a meditation about connecting to the spirit world because traditionally during this time of year around Halloween, the veil between the living and the spirit world is the thinness, supposedly, and that should make it easier to connect to loved ones who have passed. So if you have a candle, go ahead and light it. Get yourself seated in a comfortable position. Take a deep breath in. We're just going to relax and let go of the energies of the today. Relax into your breath, feeling that candlelight grow brighter and brighter as you breathe out and exhale. Breathing in that light, we ask for a bubble of protection around you. We ask for Archangel Michael to come and put that layer of protection around your house as we only wish to connect to the highest vibration the highest vibration of spirit, the highest vibration of our loved ones. Breathing in and out, letting that light settle gently around you. Creating a glow on the floor and having that light grow around you into a beautiful golden dome, a light of protection, only allowing what energies spirits and loved ones that you wish to come in as we welcome the energies of our loved ones and spirit to join us tonight to come a little bit closer into the safe space we welcome them we welcome them close into our hearts and into this 
beautiful bubble of light. As we breathe in, we bring that light a bit closer into our bodies, opening up our crown chakras, opening up our third eye, breathing that light down across our face, opening up our throat chakras, letting that light fall across our shoulders, relaxing our shoulders, bring light through our body, through our hands, letting that light energy from the candle travel down to our hearts. As we open up our hearts to connect with the loved ones that have joined us, Breathing that love energy with that light energy through our spine, down through our stomach, opening up our solar plex, opening up our sacral, opening the base chakra, letting that light filter through, down through your legs, all the way down to your feet. As you become a being of light, matching the vibration of the candle as it glows and warms your entire house. As you're perfectly safe and protected, this is your space and your time. Breathing in and out, you invite your loved ones, your guides, your healers, your angels, whoever you wish to breathe and bring into this lovely space. Bring them in a bit closer now. Have they come have, as they have come and joined you here to sit next to you? You invite them in to have a chat. They've been waiting, warm smiles on their face, a warm embrace. You may feel their touch. Invite their energies a bit closer now to share in this light. It keeps you both warm. There may be a special message for you tonight. It may, it might come in the form of a dream. It might come in the form of a song or a word or an image. But your loved ones are trying to communicate with you right now to share in their feelings and thoughts, to share in the love that they will always have for you. You welcome them as you connect heart to heart tonight, a beautiful feeling of light, for we are all energy and we're here to share that together in connection. And as you breathe, you feel the warmth of their love surrounding you. They're giving you healing, healing and love as they watch over you. They share in your success. They're there to comfort you in your sadness, but they are always there and you are never alone. But tonight, 
they leave you with a special gift. If you hold out your hand, they'll leave a special gift for you to help you in your journey. A memory, a thought, something personal from them to you. They put their hands on yours and you feel that connection and that gift now flow through your body as it becomes a part of you, a part of your memories, a part of your soul, part of your heart. Breathing in and out, you thank them for being here. You thank them for your guidance, for their guidance, for their light. You thank them as they step back and your guides and teacher, they're with them as we ask the energies now to be released. As you're surrounded by this golden light, you keep this feeling for you to stay with you throughout your journey, throughout your days. We bring you back spiritually, mentally, emotionally into the physical as that light begins to move away. We thank spirit for their time. We thank your loved ones for visiting. We know that they're there with you and you keep that gift and that thought in your heart. As we let go of this energy now, you see that light closing tighter and tighter around you into a protective bubble, protecting your aura. Bring it all the way down through your body now. As you return to physical form, feel that light go through your body into the earth. As it grounds from the bottom of your feet to connect with Mother Earth, feel that light go all the way to the core of the earth as your physical body comes back, closing down your chakras one by one, starting with the crown, your third eye, closing down your throat chakra, closing down your solar plex, your sacral and your base, but always keeping your heart open as that love surrounds you and inside that heart holds the gift from your loved one that you received tonight. Breathing in and out, once again we thank Spirit and we thank your loved ones for visiting. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today. And for more information about classes I teach or private sessions, please go to theclosetmedium.com.